The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. How many of you would like to come into that season where you are walking in unlimited wealth? Now, now let me deal with some devils right now. Let me just deal with some devils right now. Let's deal with some foundational truth. Now, every time we start teaching on wealth in the church, the spirit of the world enters into the heart of God's people. And you have to be careful. Because anything you despise, you can't have. Like I've always said, everybody likes nice things. Now, if money is so bad, if money is so evil, why do you wake up early in the morning going to chase it? If you are ready, please turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Galatians. I'm about to preach a life transforming message that will change your situation Amen. and your life forever. Amen. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Galatians, for your information, is in the New Testament. Not in the Old Testament. Are you ready? Are you there? All right, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. I read. It says Christ. Christ there means the anointed one in his anointing. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm starting a new series that I have titled, Entering into the unlimited wealth through faith. Entering into unlimited wealth through faith. Entering into unlimited wealth through faith. As I've always said, God's ultimate desire It's for his children to walk in the blessing. God is not broke. God is not poor. God's ultimate desire is for us to walk in the blessing. That's why the Bible says in 3 John 1 and 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So God's ultimate desire for us is to prosper. God's ultimate desire for us is to prosper. God wants you to walk in the blessing. Because your father is blessed. So if we are going to come into the place of unlimited wealth, we have to understand what Jesus did for us on the cross. We have to understand what Jesus did for us on the cross. The Bible says Christ has redeemed us from what? 
from the curse of the law. What is the curse of the law? Poverty is the curse of the law. That's why Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. Why? Because poverty is a curse of the law. So Jesus Christ came to redeem us from this curse. Now what does it mean to redeem? To redeem means to buy back. To redeem means what? To buy back. But do you know that if you have been redeemed from something and you are not aware of what you have been redeemed from, you will still be paying the debt from what you have been redeemed from. How many of you know that? Now, for instance, if I take you to a restaurant or you go to a restaurant and I phone into that restaurant and say to the person at the other end of the phone, uh, table number 13 is paid for. They can eat as much as they can, as many times as they want, order the most expensive meal on the menu that day. And if you don't know that I have paid for it, guess what will happen? You'll go ahead and pay for it again. That's what's happening to many believers. Jesus has already paid our debts for us. Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law so that we can walk in the blessing. Let me hear, live in amen. Amen. So the Bible says, Galatians 3.13, it says, Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing has redeemed us from the curse of the law. How? Because he was made a curse for us. He was made a curse for you. So you don't have to walk in a curse any longer. Are you following what I'm saying? He was made a curse for you so you don't have to walk in the curse any longer. But if you don't know what he has done for you, guess what? You'll still be walking under a curse. And that's why knowledge is important. Why? Because God says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. So he was made a curse for us so that we will become blessed. Verse 14 says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through who? Through who? Through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So that means everything in Christ Jesus is only accessible by faith. Are you following what I'm saying this morning? There's a strong grace in this house this morning that will change your situation forever. But listen, for your situation to change, you have to be desperate and desire a change. You can never have what you don't desire. Are you following what I'm saying? So, Christ died so that you and I can walk in the blessing. Jesus died so that you and I can walk in the blessing. Question, what is the blessing? The blessing is simply defined as an empowerment to prosper. And somebody is going to be empowered here today to prosper in every area of their lives. Somebody say, that's me. me. God is going to empower you and you are going to be working in every area of your life will be blessed. Hallelujah. Now, what are we talking about? We are looking at entering into unlimited wealth through faith. So the moment we hear the word enter, the concept of a door comes to play. 
Because you can't enter into a place if there is no door. If you climb through the window, you are a thief. Are you following what I'm saying? So, every door has a unique set of keys. And different keys opens different doors. The keys you use for healing is different from the keys you use for wealth creation. Say amen to that. Amen. The keys you use to receive healing is different from the keys you use to receive wealth. Uh, this great man of God, Kenneth Hagin, was a great teacher of faith. He was an apostle of faith. He said for many years he was teaching on faith. He was receiving healing. He was working on everything. Yet there was one area of his life that he was challenged in. That was in the area of wealth. He was poor. He was seeing signs, miracles, and everything. And one day he asked God, why is it that this area of my life is challenged? And God said to him, you think that the same case you use for healing is the same case you use for wealth creation, but it's different. That's why when you read the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 16 verse 19, listen carefully to what Jesus said. Jesus said, I will give unto you the keys, plural, Amen. not singular. Amen. He said, I'll give unto you the keys of what? The kingdom of heaven. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God has given us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Jesus doesn't need the keys because he's already in heaven. But you and I need the keys. Not one key, the keys. So if Jesus talks about keys, then that means there's a different key you use for healing. There's a different key you use for miracles. There's a different key you use for breakthroughs. There's a different key you use for opening doors. There are different keys. Are you following what I'm saying? So Jesus said, I'll give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever, no limitation, whatsoever. What is whatsoever? What is whatsoever? So it says, and whatsoever you shall bind. That word bind that means lock. Whatsoever you shall lock with what? With the keys that he has given you. It says whatsoever you shall lock on earth shall be what? Locked in heaven. And whatsoever you shall lose. That word lose there means open. Whatsoever you shall open or lose here on earth shall be loosed where? In heaven. So that means with these keys, God gives you access to have dominion over geographical locations. You can be in the UK and open keys into America. Have keys to open the United States of America. You can live in Africa and open, have the keys to open the whole of Europe. To have access to whatsoever you need. Are you following what I'm saying? Amen. So Jesus said, I have given you the keys. But the sad truth is that many Christians are not using the keys. What are they doing with the keys? They're just dangling it around. Can you see my keys? The purpose of the key is not for showmanship. The purpose of a key is to lock and unlock. Is to open and to close. So now, if you have these keys, you can open wealth and lock poverty. <laughs> ah, 
This is good stuff. <laughs> you have the keys to open wealth, not just wealth, unlimited wealth. How many of you would like to come into that season where you are walking in unlimited wealth? Now, now, let me deal with some devils right now. Let me just deal with some devils right now. Let's deal with some foundational truth. Now, every time we start teaching on wealth in the church, the spirit of the world enters into the heart of God's people. And you have to be careful. Because anything you despise, you can't have. Like I've always said, everybody likes nice things. Now, if money is so bad, if money is so evil, why do you wake up early in the morning going to chase it? Is money bad? Oh, come on. Some of you are not answering. If money is so bad, why do you work for it? You don't work for what's, what's not good. Are you following me? Why are you going to invest it for? Because you want to make some big bats. Praise God. You want to make some big money. Amen. You want to swim in some money. Why do people fight? Those of you who like boxing. Why would somebody really go into stand in a ring and be, and be boxing their face with blood oozing? And, it's all because of money. It's all because of money. Why do footballers kick air? Air put in a balloon. They just kick it. And then that, that leg that is kicking that air is making 250,000 pounds a week. What's that for? Because money is not bad. Money is good. I said money is good. <laughs> so if I'm dealing with that devil. I'm going to cast that devil out of this church. I said, money is good. Are you following what I'm saying? That's why you wake up early. You go through the snow. Even when you don't want to wake up, your alarm goes, pray, pray, pray. You snooze it, but the alarm comes on five minutes later. You've got to wake up. Now, if you're like my wife, when you're going to work at 7, she sets her alarm at 5 a.m. I'm like, my goodness, why do you have to put your alarm on at 5 a.m., sweetheart? And her alarm has to wake everybody up in the room, praise God. Hallelujah. But I still love my wife. I still love you, baby. Even though your alarm wakes me up at... 5 a.m. When you're going to work at 7 a.m., I still love you. So money is not bad. The Bible says that money answereth what? All things. Not some things. All things. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 9. Still talking about door. It says for a great door and an effectual door is open unto me, but there are many adversaries. So that means to enter into this door of unlimited wealth, there will be adversaries. Some people won't like you. Do you think people just sit down for you to come and take the wealth? No. So how do you operate in that door? You need a lot of wisdom. You need wisdom. To be able to operate in that door. Sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut. It's not everything you say. Do you think rich people would genuinely tell you how they make their money? No. No. They won't tell you. All these, some, some of these deceptive online marketing uh, wealth creation tools... They'll write a big book. They'll send you a big e-book. And you wonder, if the thing is one plus one, just tell me one plus one is two. Why do you write a big book? Are you following what I'm saying? So there there are already giants in that door. So you need a lot of wisdom. You need the strength of God. You need the power of God to be able to sustain yourself in that door. Now, let me say this. 
Character is key when it comes to working in unlimited wealth. Because money will amplify your character. So if your character is wrong, the money will only come and amplify it. That's why you have to have a strong, solid character. Many people, once they enter into wealth, they start chasing women. That's wrong. That character will not last, will not take you further. Now, like I've always said, charisma will open the door, but character will keep you in that door. So don't allow the money to get to your head. The money is coming. I said it's coming. Solution, I said it's coming. The unlimited wealth is coming. But character is what will help you to sustain where God is taking you to. Listen to me. You cannot walk into the new if you are stuck in the old. If you are stuck in the old, you can't walk into the new. That's why it is important for us to renew our mind. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. It says, be ye not conformed to this world, but ye be transformed by the what? The renewing of our mind that we may be able to prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that, that, that simply means that if your mind is not renewed, you can't even handle the acceptable will of, of the Lord. If you're stuck in the old, you can't handle the new. Are you following what I'm saying? If your mind is not renewed, you cannot prove what is good and the acceptable will of God. Please hear me. This is very important. This is very, very important. And how do we renew our mind? With the word. Not with the news, but with the word. By staying in the word. That's why in this church we have a free podcast of the messages that are preached every weekday and every Sunday. It's free, available to all. Are you following me? How many of you in this church have the church podcast? You have subscribed to the church podcast. Okay. How many of you don't have subscription to the church podcast? Let me see by hand. You don't have. Okay. Let's see. Please. Okay. Yes. That's fine. After the service, please see the technical team and they'll show you how to do that. It's free. All you do is subscribe to it and every time a new message is uploaded, it comes straight to your phone, your iPad, your tablets, or whatever. It's free. And how does faith come? How does faith come? And hearing what? Yeah. So the more you hear the word, and listen, every time you hear the word, wealth is being generated. I told you the story of one day I went to church. I used to be very broke and poor. Went to church, had my man of God teach on what is in your house. And just that one message changed my life. I started a business through that one message. So every time you come to church and the word is being taught, God will give you concepts and ideas. Every time you hear faith, that is wealth coming into you. You see, that's what the devil wants to... Why, why wouldn't the devil employ you to work Monday to Friday and pay you double? Why does he want to pay you double on a Sunday? Why does he want to pay you double on a Sunday? Why won't he pay you double Monday through Friday? Because he knows that the moment you hear the word, wealth comes. Are you following what I'm saying? So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. So we need to renew our mind with the word. We need to renew our mind with the word. Remember I said you cannot walk into the new when you are stuck in the old. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 18 to 20. I'm still laying my foundation. Get ready. We're going to get into something big soon. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 20. 
Listen to what God said. God says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. What is God saying is that the old is gone. Forget about the old. Forget about the past. We're in a new season now. We're in a new dispensation. Verse 19, it says, behold, I will do a new thing. Say a good amen to that. God says, I will do a new thing. But do you know that if God says, I'll do a new thing and he's doing a new thing and you are stuck in the old, you'll fight the new. You'll fight the new. You'll say, oh, as for me, as for us, this is how we used to do it forever and ever. Amen. And you'll be stuck in the old. If, if, if you are in a church like this that stretches your mind, that challenges you, that you can achieve everything that God has ordained and destined you to achieve, that is pulling you out of the old into the new. It's a place where you are stretched to use your faith. We use our faith for the impossible. Amen. And this year we'll use our faith for some great stuff. I said this year we'll use our faith for some great stuff. Amen. Listen, if your faith is not doing the impossible, it's not faith. Yes. I told you last week that if I need to drive, when I'm driving to church on a Sunday morning, I don't need faith. I don't need faith for that because it's easy. But when I'm, I'm flying my helicopter to, to church, I need faith. The reason why I still haven't brought it is because you haven't made enough space for me to pack it. You say, Pastor, where is it? It's there. But I'm waiting for the check to make available space so I can pack my helicopter there. Praise God. We are going into the new. So God said, behold, I'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Say amen to that. He says, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert. I love that one. God says, this new thing I'm doing, it will look so impossible. I'll make rivers in the desert. Because in the desert, the most precious commodity is water. Yet God says, uh, you, there will be no scarcity of water. There will be rivers. Amen. Somebody say rivers. Now do you know what God is saying? What God basically is saying is that you have been a desert for far too long. Yes. I am bringing rivers into your life. Yes. Rivers of wealth into your life. Yes. Rivers of the blessing into your life. Yes. Let me hear a living amen. amen. Rivers of unlimited wealth. Amen. Say a good amen. amen. Now listen to me. When you say amen, you are telling God, let it be so in my life. Amen. So learn to say a good amen. amen. Receive it this morning. Amen. So God says, I'm going to make rivers in the desert. My goodness, that means you were poor, but I'm going to do something new that people from the world will come drinking from you. Amen. You'll become a distributing center. Amen. That's where we are going. Amen. Solution. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 20 of Isaiah 43. It says, the beast of the field shall honor me. Glory be to God. When they see what God is doing in your life, they'll begin to honor God. Amen. It says, the dragons, the arrows, because I give waters in the wilderness... Rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Say, I am chosen. Say, I am chosen by God. You are chosen by God. And God's ultimate desire for you is to walk in unlimited flow of rivers of wealth. Rivers of wealth. I see someone in this house, in this church, where there'll be rivers of wealth coming, flowing into you. Amen. There'll be rivers flowing into you. Amen. 
from today you will know no lack any longer in the name of Jesus. I said from today you will know no lack anymore in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. Lack is evil. Lack is not from God. Poverty is not from God. Poverty is from the devil. It is painful when you want to buy something and you don't have the means to buy it. That's not from God. That's the works of the devil. Jesus wants you to walk in the blessing. Jesus died and redeemed you and I from the curse so we can walk in the unlimited wealth. Nobody in this church by the end of this year will be in a rented house. I decreed over your life irrespective of where you are today whether you have savings or not God is bringing you into that season of unlimited wealth. Do you know how embarrassing it is when you are queuing to buy something and there are a lot of people queuing. You know, you've waited. You've waited, waited. You've bought a lot of shopping. And especially if you're a single man and there's a lady in the queue that, you know, you've got a crush on. And the lady is just behind you. See how these single people are smiling. <laughs> And, 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 and then you get to the cashier and then you, they say this thing will cost you so and so and you submit your card and then, you know, enter your pin, you enter your pin, beep, 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 and then you hear a long beep, Long beep means decline. And then the lady or the gentleman at the cash point, unfortunately, has a loud mouth. And then opens their mouth wide and says, Sir, I'm sorry, your card has been declined. Everybody hears it. That lady that you have a crush on heard it. You feel like the ground just opening for you to enter. It shall not be so in your life. I said it shall not be so in your life. From today, God will give you wealth. I said from today, God will give you wealth. Unlimited wealth. Receive it solution. Receive it solution. Receive it solution. The angels are giving you packages of unlimited wealth. Receive them. A time is coming. You walk into a, a Mercedes Benz showroom and you say, I like this one. And then you sit down and they ask you, How are you going to pay for it? Higher purchase, long term, three years, four years. He said, no, cash. I said, do you want to make a check? He said, no, cash. <laughs> do you want to pay by card? He said, no, cash. He said, okay, okay. All right, sir. All right, sir. This car costs 98,000 pounds. said, all right. You just take your man bag. Praise God. Now men have bags, so we have to call it man bag. Praise God. You take your man bag, you bring out your hundred thousand, say, here you go. Keep the change. That's a blessing. Because the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he added no sorrow. From today, I punish sorrow out of your life. Sorrow is gone out of your life. No more sorrow. I said, no more sorrow. I said, no more sorrow. In the name of Jesus. Keep the change. Keep the change. I said, and then that's where you see them, you know, the person going red on their ear. I said, what? Show me what you're doing. They tell them, I walk in the blessing. Amen. The secret is the word. Amen. 
the time is coming, the wealthiest men and women on the surface of the earth will be believers. Amen. And, and the ten, and the ten richest men and women are in the whole world are in this church. Receive it, solution. The ten richest men and women are in this church. Are in this church. I said they 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 are in this church. In the name of Jesus. Because God says I'm doing a new thing. He said I'm doing a new thing. And he said that new thing will spring up. That means no devil can keep it down. No one can keep you down. You see, I see, I see young men and young women in this church who are so wealthy. Yes. Yet they are always in church Sunday and weekday. Amen. So wealthy. Amen. That is what I see. I see old men in this church so wealthy. Amen. And still in church Sunday after Sunday, Amen. serving the Lord with gladness. Amen. Why? Because, you see, when God gives you wealth, that is not the time to be arrogant. The Bible says that Moses was the meekest man, the meekest man in all the earth, the meekest man in all the earth, yet the greatest man. Moses was very meek, and God made him very great. The secret to very great is becoming what? Very meek. Don't, don't get a little blessing and then you become arrogant and pompous and oh come on now. There are many doors. When you enter into the first door, don't become arrogant. Amen. There are many houses. If God gives you one house, that's not the time to quit, quit God. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Let's be meek, very meek. Very, very meek. That's the secret to becoming very great. Amen. There'll be millionaires and billionaires in this church Amen. who will be ushers. Amen. Very meek. Amen. Very meek. And yet what? Very great. Amen. So God is doing a new thing. It's a new season. Some of us are about to take off in the air. It's a new season. Amen. I said it's a new season. Amen. God will trust us. It's a, it's a new season. Amen. God is going to trust you with wealth unlimited. It's a new season. Amen. Matthew chapter 9 verse 16 and 17. Jesus said, no man puts a piece of new cloth Unto an old garment. For that which is put in to fill it up, take up from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Verse 17, it says, Neither do men put new wine into old bottles. The new wine there represents the Spirit of God, the bottles represent you. So God can, even God can put new stuff into old, old bodies. That's why you need to renew your mind. Because <laughs> you can never attract what you can handle with your mind. So Jesus said, neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else what will happen, the bottles break and the wine run it out. But he said, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles and both are preserved. So you have to be, if you want the new thing that God is doing, you also have to make yourself available. You have to make yourself new. Are you following what I'm saying? You have to be new. Renew your mind. Be open-minded. When you are walking throughout town and throughout the weeks, believe God that this week is my week of unlimited wealth. Yes. Open, open your mind. Yes. 
Accept the new thing God is doing. Because if you are not new and God puts, if your body is old, your mind is old, and God puts this new thing he's doing into you, it will blow you up. And God don't want that. He wants both the new wine and your new body to be preserved. Hallelujah. Listen, you can never become what you fight or see as impossible. Write that down. You can never become what you fight or see as impossible. That's why I don't fight rich people. I don't fight rich people. I don't fight pastors who have churches of 100,000, 500,000. No, I don't criticize them in my heart. I love rich people. That's why I'm rich. Why, why are you, why, you see, you can't even say amen because you, 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 you can't handle this new thing that God is doing. I love rich people. That's why I'm rich. Okay, I'll say it again. I love rich people. That's why I am rich. Amen. The reason why I preach to you every day is because you are rich. Because God has not called me to pastor poor people. You are not poor. Say with me, I'm not poor. Say it again. Say, I am not poor. Let's use a very strong language. A very strong. Say from today. From today. I hate poverty. I hate poverty. Poverty, the word hate is a strong word. So I want you to say it with conviction. Until when you see poverty, you feel like vomiting. Listen, I've seen poverty before you. I know what it means to be poor. There was a time I picked up my daughter from school. I was so poor, my car, the petrol gauge was not working properly. I don't know whether it was working properly or not. <laughs> and do you know where car stops? You know, when a car wants to embarrass you, you know where they stop? At the traffic light or by the corner? Just when we hit the traffic light by three bridges, the three bridges traffic light, train station, the car stopped. People were beeping. Boop. Go, it's green. Go. I picked up my daughter from school. My, you know, children, they ask questions. Very little. They said, Daddy, Daddy, what's happening? We have to get down, we have to push the car to the corner, you know, and then we have to get the green gallon. You know the green gallon. The devil is a liar. A pastor holding a green gallon with his daughter in the other hand. We're going. He said, My daughter said, Daddy, where are we going? I said, Oh, we're going to the car is not working, so we are going to get something to and I remember that day when I went to the petrol station. I had less than five pounds in my bank. So I had to put, you know, in those days, they don't even allow you to put under five pounds. So I had to put strategically, you know, because when you, you can't redraw under five pounds, neither can you redraw under 10 pounds because they stopped doing five pounds and, and, and so on and so forth from the cash point. So I have to go to a place where the machine can accept the four pounds something I had left in the green gallon. So I put that small petrol in, we came back, I put it in the car, and then I started the car, and then we left. From that day, I hated poverty. I said, I will never be broke another day of my life. Poverty is not good. Poverty is evil. So I want you to say this with conviction. From today. today, I hate poverty. You must hate it. Till when poverty wants to knock on your door, poverty itself can read 
you are hated in this address. Everybody likes nice things. So you cannot attract what you dislike. Don't fight nice things. The time is coming, we'll have one of the biggest churches in the world. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You'll see it because we are going to use our faith for the impossible. And you're going to be associated with that church. You say, this is my church. I'm part of this. Amen. Amen. Poverty is bad. I remember the day I was going to propose to my wife. Poverty is evil. The day I was going to propose to her, I planned today is my day of proposal. And I was rushing, rushing, rushing. And I don't know what happened. I forgot my, my, my money, my card. I forgot my wallet. Was it my wallet or the card? Was it the wallet? No, I think it was a card. Yeah, because I had my oyster. I was able to go on the bus. You know, it was... Um, uh, where was it again? That bridge where we had our first, our first dinner. Um, that bridge that opens. What's that bridge? That? Tower Bridge. Yeah. There was a nice restaurant there. I took my wife. You know, young man. You know, excited. I'm still young though. Praise God. You know, excited, wanting to propose. After we had the meal. You know, I want to pay, obviously. You want to impress. This is our first date. And then I reach out for my wallet. I bring out my wallet. <laughs> and I couldn't find my card. I'm telling you, my ears started going red. I didn't know what. Now, this is the first date. What's this lady going to take me for now? This lady is going to say, this guy takes women on a date and he wants a woman to take. Yeah. And those of you men who take your, your girlfriends on a date and say, we go 50-50, that's not good. Come on. Come on. How, can you, how can you possibly say that? 50-50. How can you take someone on a date and expect them to pay half and you pay half. Any man, ladies, listen, any man who takes you on a date and say 50-50, don't marry him. <laughs> because if you marry him, he'll tell you the light bill is 50-50, council tax is 50-50, the car insurance is 50-50, the children's fee is 50-50, everything. So be careful. That's just a joke now. So, finally I said, you know, I didn't know how to say it, honestly. I didn't know how to say it. So, my, my wife, my wife to be there, she noticed that somebody said, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> she said, are you okay? I said, mm. uh, I was sweating. You know, I've got red on my ears and I was sweating. Because money is power. Yeah. Money is power. I was sweating. And then she picked up the sign that, oh, this guy, he can't find his car. He said, okay, don't worry. You know, she used to call me then, Sebiji. She said, Sebiji, don't worry. You know, I'll take care of it. She didn't know she was going to become Mrs. Sebiji soon. She said, don't worry. And to God be the glory, she took care of the bill. I was so, because of that, I couldn't propose that day. <laughs> you know, because of that, that day I could not propose because if I had proposed, I mean, you need to have some power back in you before you propose. So my proposal was postponed to the day when I had the power now. Glory be to God. Poverty is evil. Yes. You must hate it. 
Are you following what I'm saying? Hate it. When somebody drives a nice car past, you don't say, oh, look at all these people. They're all doing drugs. No, come on now. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Say this with me. Poverty is a curse. And prosperity is a blessing. Oh, say it again. Say poverty is a curse. And prosperity is a blessing. Listen, the purpose of God giving us this unlimited wealth is to further the expansion and the dominion mandate of the church. You need to get this. You need to understand it. If you don't understand the purpose of a thing, then abuse is inevitable. The reason why God gave me my wife is not so that she'll become a punching bag. Are you following what I'm saying? So if you don't understand the purpose of a thing, you'll abuse it. What is the purpose of the wealth God is bringing to you? It's for the expansion and the dominion mandates of the church. Look at Daniel chapter 11 from verse 1 to 3. It says, also in the first year of Darius, the meat, even I stood to confirm and to strengthen him. Verse 2. And now will I show thee the truth. Look at the truth. Behold, there shall stand up yet three kings in Persia. And the fourth shall be far richer than they all. Underline that word. The fourth shall be what? shall be far richer than they all. And look at what his far riches will do. And by his strength through his riches, he shall stir up all against the realm of Grecia. Verse 3, and a mighty king shall stand up and shall rule with great dominion and to do according to his will. Now, the reason why he'll be able to do according to his will is because of his far riches. He shall be far richer than them all. I I want somebody to say amen to that. Amen. Say, that will be my story. You will become, you will become far richer. Far richer than all the richest men in the world. Say a good amen to that. And the purpose of that is God wants to use you to further the expansion and the dominion mandate of his church. Listen, your faith works with what you see in the realm of the spirit. That is why it's so important what you see. I read read something recently from um, Mrs. Uh, Sarah T. Jakes, the wife of Bishop T.D. Jakes. Bishop T.D. Jakes took her somewhere in a country where she hasn't been before. And in her notes, she put there, she put in her notes something very important. She said, exposure, exposure, brings wealth. Exposure brings wealth. You see, when you are always stuck in your two by four, when you are always stuck by poor people, you will not know the wealth out there. (laughs) That's why it's important for you, you see, to learn to go on holiday sometimes. You can't all you do is work, 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 work. Two jobs, three jobs, two jobs, three jobs, two jobs, three jobs. No holiday. Yet, we don't even see the money you're making. You work so hard. I'm not talking to you now. I'm talking to those who are watching this outside because I know this church is blessed. You know, there have been places God has taken my wife and I that every time we go, we don't see any other person but us. It's a mindset. 
Are you following what I'm saying? You need to learn to expose yourself to wealthy people. Sometimes just go into that Mercedes-Benz showroom and just sit down and cross your legs. <laughs> Say, how much is this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just do that. That's exposure. Amen. When I was in the U.S., I went, to, I went to the Loop in Chicago, one of the most expensive areas. One of the most expensive shopping areas. That's where I was shopping. And someone says, it's my money. It's your what? It's not your money. That's where I went to shop for my children. Now you can hate me as much as you want, but I'm blessed. It's your cup of tea. I'm blessed. I am so blessed. No devil can stop my blessing. So I went there. I was video calling my wife. Which one would you like? This shoe, this, which one? People could see that a rich man, a wealthy man has come in there. So a wealthy man has come. Are you, for, you, you just have to learn to expose yourself to, to, to certain environments. Are you following what I'm saying? There are some people, you know, there are some Smells you have never smelled before. You need to go to some areas where the perfume costs, one small little bottle of perfume costs 58,000 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody is opening their mouth and saying, ah. <laughs> perfume, 30 mil, 58,000. Yeah. There are some perfumes, they don't put price on them. They don't put price on them. Do you know there are some shops here in the UK, they don't put price on their things they sell in there? Do you know that? And in such shops, when you go there, you don't ask, how much is this one? No. The moment you ask, how much is this one, they know this one cannot buy this. Those of us who shop there, we just go, I want that one, that one, that one. I am exposing your mind to the unlimited wealth. Because you cannot have access to what you don't see. There are some shops here in the UK. Yeah. Where those shops, there are no price tags. You just go and pick. Do you know that there are some people that come from the Arab world? And all they do, there are some, all they do is come to the UK and shop and go back. And when they go to the shop, they choose that, 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 all of this, all of that. And they just go. They don't pay for it. Do you know that? And their private jets goes and pack all of those things. And then they wire funds to those company and the goods are gone and you are here in the UK you are a child of the most high God your father owns the world and you are living in abject poverty it's not of God you need to be angry with poverty are you following what I'm saying there are some of you in this church you own not less than five houses in this area You'll be, you'll be landlords and landladies. Amen. Wealth will just be coming into your bank account daily in the name of Jesus. So you, you have to see it. You have to see it before you can enter into it. That's why Genesis 13 verse 14 and 15 as we get ready to close. God said to Abraham, the Bible says, that, and the Lord said unto Abraham, after Lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward, southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed forever. So if you're going to walk in the unlimited wealth, you have to start seeing it. You have to see it with the eye of your spirit. 
as far as you can see, I will give it to you. How far do you want to go? How far do you want God to bless you? The Bible says that a good man, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Are you a good man? Yes. Are you a good woman? Yes. Yes. And you, poverty, you can't leave poverty as, as an inheritance for your children. No. So you have to see it. And when you see it, God will bring it to pass. Amen. I said, when you see it, God will bring it to pass. Amen. I said, when you see it, God will bring it to pass. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Final scripture. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. It says, and it shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently unto the word, unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God shall set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Say amen to that. Say a good amen to that. God says he will set you above you as an individual. He will set you above the nations. So what God basically is saying is that individuals in this church will be so wealthy, they'll be wealthier than nations. Yeah. I said you'll be wealthier than nations. Yeah. I said you'll be wealthier than nations. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. I said you will be wealthier than nations. Yeah. I said you will be wealthier than nations. Yeah. Solution, I said you'll be wealthier than nations. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree wealth and riches into your house. I decree wealth and riches into your life. From today, God will trust you with wealth. From today, God will open the heavens upon you. From today, the favor of God will come upon you. The grace of God will open doors for you. God will give you ideas. God will give you concepts. The wisdom of God will speak for you. Men and women are coming from across the globe, coming to seek that wisdom that God has placed in you. From today, God will bless the works of your hands. I decree you blessed. I decree the commanded blessing upon you. From today, the hand of God will go ahead of you. The hand of God will go ahead of you. The anointing of God will destroy every yoke of stronghold. Every yoke of poverty is destroyed. Every yoke of lack is destroyed. God will open doors upon doors for you. God will bring you into the wealthy place. Into the wealthy place. The wealthy place is your portion. God will give you houses. God will give you cars. God will give you businesses. God will give you wealth in hidden riches. Wealth in hidden places. He will give you treasures in hidden places. God will cause men to favor you. Men will favor you. Men will favor you. They will favor your righteous cause in the name of Jesus. From today, God will lift you up higher and higher. You operate in the dominion mandate. You will be fruitful. You will be fruitful. You will replenish. You will flourish in this land. This land will yield for you. This land will yield for you. Every door that has been shut, I decree the anointing to open it now. I decree every shut door against you to be opened now. I decree the heavens open upon you now. In the name of Jesus, the curse of poverty is destroyed. The anointing destroys the yoke. The anointing removes the burden. Your children will lack no good thing. You will be rich. You will be wealthy. You will be rich. You will be wealthy. You will build houses. You will build institutions. You will build institutions. You will build businesses. In the name of Jesus, every debt hanging on your head is destroyed today. Every debt hanging on your family is removed today. Every impossible door is destroyed today. Every door the devil says you will not enter, I release you to enter into it now. 
I release you to enter into it now. I release the blessing of a hundred times more upon you. The blessing of a thousand times more. The blessing of ten times better. The blessing of the of the of the of the hidden riches. I release them upon you now. In the name of Jesus. Men will favor you. Organizations will favor you. This week is your week of promotion. This week is your week of breakthrough. This week is your week of increase. Wealth and riches are coming to your house. Wealth and riches are coming to your house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Did you receive it today? Oh, let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are in the wealthy place. We are walking in wealth and riches. Glory be to his name. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.